what is heartbreaking is listening over and over again to those who have, for whatever reason, not taken on board Christ, but yet they give their entire life in terms of like a vocation to better understanding Christ through the Holy Gospels and through teaching and doing so many good things, but yet they don't truly yet believe. And so because of that, there's a continual offering up um, or sacrifice, as they call it, which happens continually. Now, there is a splitting apart, um, as one priest I listened to earlier on today was talking about to decide means to cut off from, you know, you decide, you make a decision. And I think it's it's really great because it offers, you know, um, a type of talking about offering, not that kind of offering, but it means that you're bringing clarity to something. Now, sometimes we can want healing for people and they think that they are the ones that are healed and they think other people need healing. And then that draws to mind, like, how am I viewing this? Am I doing this at all? And so there needs to be a deep introspection, a deep kind of like making sure that you're not seeing the, um, you know, you're you're not having like a kind of, um, what do you call it? Do they call it like a something in your eye anyway? Take out the splinter or take out the something or the stick or something from your own eye and before removing the splinter from the other. So you have to do introspection. You need to really do a full examination psychologically, mentally, in every way that you can spiritually to such a high degree. And when you've done that, rightly so, eventually there maybe become more evidence or more um, awareness or understanding even at a later date. So be it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's very clear, particularly here, that when we really truly have God, that's the person who is saved. And those that don't have God, even although they think they have to save others, they're the ones that are not saved if they're still offering um, sacrifices. And so today, obviously... That's what happened yet again. And I really, really care. And I wondered why why do I care? Um, because I constantly had this um particular set of values to live a certain way and to hold certain values as very important. And I found that these particularly related to a specific type of religion. Now the values are great. But obviously there's part of that religion that isn't because part of the religion that, that those values are connected with, that religion involves sacrificing, a lot of sacrificing. So a lot of emphasis on sin and sacrificial things. Whereas my life has never been upon the emphasis of that. It's always been on the emphasis of magnifying the Lord, doing good, enjoying life. And knowing that um, Jesus Christ came, died for us, has ascended, that's a long time ago, 
So living in that is a higher state of life. Yet the values are connected with the lower church that haven't ascended to that level. And many of those values, if not most of those values, still remain within me. Just not um, the idea of offering up constant sacrifice. That is not um, within my understanding because of the ascended level in Christ, which is this. And it's Hebrews 10, chapter 10, verses 1 to 18. Christ's sacrifice once for all. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come. I'm just going to go on um, down to the main part. And the main part is here. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us for after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. And so the main point there is love in Christ for, uh, first for Christ and with God within the self. So you have to do that for yourself and you have to accept the Holy Spirit in yourself. And then that therefore can be shown in the life that you live. You're no longer standing there offering the same sacrifices because you accept Jesus Christ in your life. Truly, wholeheartedly, uh, like in belief, that means authentically, like you're not lying, you're not saying one thing and then offering up the sacrifices. So you can't say one thing and then do another. So for example, this making of this anchor podcast is in love. It is not a sacrifice to do this. I enjoy doing this. And I know at the same time, the love that I have that I'm doing this in because of the love of God is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So I'm not sacrificing anything. This is the love of the Holy Spirit. And then there's a question, well, shouldn't you be? No, you shouldn't be sacrificing because that means you're a non-believer. That means you don't believe. So it's only those that are in perpetual sin or haven't accepted Christ fully that are being disobedient that will continue to offer sin offerings or offerings in general sacrifices. And so that's how you tell the difference between two different um, types of people, those that are obedient and those that are disobedient. 